Welcome to week five of term one at Nonsuch University. Students and staff will be aware that we are coming up to a particularly loathsome holiday positioned at the end of October. Upon that day, let me remind our users that pumpkins and persons named Jack will be refused entry to the library. The pumpkin disposal team will be on hand. Please follow evacuation procedures if the pumpkin alarm should sound. Please be reminded that the alarm shall be tested on this very day. And now, to our beloved head librarian, Miss Strangeways, dispatch for the day. Good morning, everyone. The implementation of our new library strategy is at the second stage of initialization. Further input is needed to actualize the impact before the boundaries of our scope can be revised. The management of delays have been deliberated and will be moved forward pending further discussions. We will tabulize the methods for outputting the results. Much progress has been made. Our current rate of usage is at 67%, but the removal of the outliers improves the statistics significantly. The heads approve. Remember, metadata is data about data. It is not microdata, nor macrodata, or big data, or linked data, or open data, closed data, or slightly ajar but not quite open data. Thank you, Mr. Strangeways, for that enlightening dispatch. For the benefit of your productivity, we have introduced the deletion room. When using the computers there, if you do not produce 101 words a minute, Word will start deleting what you have written. There is additionally a session minimum time of one hour. When using the study desks in the deletion room, more than 10 seconds of daydreaming, 30 seconds without reading, or one minute without making notes will result in instant evaporation. Please be careful in all computer and study rooms, as we can never be entirely sure that old productivity charms have not been fully removed. property announcement. The library card of Master William Byford has just been handed in. Please pick it up from the front desk by 5pm this evening. Also there is a... What? Lara? What on earth? Yes, of course, our lovely student Dave is waiting for you to find that book for him. Yes, yes, history's deadliest crime was. Really, now it's been several weeks. I would have thought you, of all library systems, would be able to avoid getting lost in closed access. Oh, she's gone again. What on earth? Really? 
I'm here to tell you more about user feedback. Mr. Mbeki suggests that since we're getting a new library cat called Dewey 2.0, we should consider upgrading from a cat to a cheetah. I don't think Mr. Mbeki has thought this through properly. Spots would completely clash with our library decor. Mr. Petronicus writes again. Best time to complain about the mailer demons. This really is beyond our library remit. Please take this up with the IT department. Or Satan. Rumors are that they are one and the same. But we are not allowed to confirm or deny that. Miss Fan suggests, Your grimoire should be open access. I will pass this on. Oh, there was also a question about mangled souls. Um, Miss Bibblesweight says, We don't give out refunds. No refunds, I'm afraid. If you really insist on making a complaint, you will need to fill out a form 6.16 and go see them. I really do not recommend this. Oh, and now for our catch-up of library stats from Oracle. Initiating program stats RFA performing well. Stop printouts and photocopies processed. One five five five. Stop souls mangled. Seven. Stop jams. Two. Stop flavors. Cloudberry and strawberry. Stop. Books borrowed. Six zero 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 point five. Stop. Jousting lances borrowed. Two three. Stop. Trolleys reshelved. Five per day. Stop. Library assistance lost in the labyrinth. Program. Thank you, Oracle. We are still receiving donations for Dewey the Cat 2.0. Money and jelly beans welcome. There is also a card going around for dearly beloved Miss Williams. Thank you, Miss Williams, for returning your books on time. Ah, yes, Miss Williams. We librarians shall remember you for being one of the good eggs. Our footfall stats have gone down this week, but this is due to the security gatekeepers misbehaving and refusing to recognise users and causing existential crises in the students trying to enter the labyrinth by telling them that they are already in and therefore can't be let in again. Who are you? Where are you? When are you? We all struggle to answer these questions from time to time, I must admit. Now, numbers of deaths in the library. Now, this is one that they are quibbling over. It's all very... Political, if someone dies outside the library, but they've been counted as already in the library by the gatekeepers, does that mean we should count their deaths as in the library or out of the library or in some sort of limbo in between? And that's not even going into the complications of the bottomless moat. And I'm also really worried about Lara. Well, never mind about Lara, that useless girl. It's time for our service updates. Disturbing news relating to our Wi-Fi system, Eddie Rome, came to us this week. A pack of students, one can only really describe them as feral, played a cruel trick on Eddie. 
We are ashamed to report that the seed of their idea came from us. The said students, who shall remain unnamed but have been punished appropriately, left a pyramid-style pile of green moss-flavoured jelly beans to attract Eddie to the magical engineering section of the labyrinth. Once their Wi-Fi reached the three bars indicating Eddie was close enough, they released a pre-prepared cage and trapped poor Eddie. As was stated last week, Eddie cannot be contained and tamed. As might a unicorn, Eddie used cunning, guile and a smattering of magic to break free of his bonds. As a consequence, he has disappeared deep into the dark stacks, and thus we anticipate an unknown period of Wi-Fi outage. Those responsible are caged and dangling above the crime and punishment section of the labyrinth. Non-such university has a zero-tolerance policy against the trapping of its creatures. You have been warned. The magical engineering section is currently closed. The cleanup crew are working hard to remove the blood, guts and gore from the floor. Speaking of blood, guts and gore, is that the test pumpkin alarm I hear? If it isn't, someone's in for it. Lost property. It appears that we are all still holding a misplaced pink umbrella that has been waiting in our lost property box for well over two weeks now. Barely touched and practically unused, I find it hard to believe that this umbrella is not wanted by its owner. Please pick it up from the front desk before the caterwauling of the Chupacabra, our closing time. Really, the amount of lost property we have. One of these days, it'll all sprout legs and walk off if it sits around here so long. And the encroaching of mist on the main issue desk signals that it is time for the regular segment from our resident research librarian, Diane. Nonsuch University has a long and checkered history, going back even before the start of the Jelly Bean Collection. My research undertaken from the centre of the library takes me through the twists and turns of its history as well as its physicality in this and other dimensions, on the altercation in the library Beavers of Flowers. Today, I would like to tell you about the Great Labyrinth Civil War. But I don't have time for that, so instead I shall talk about the first Labyrinth Librarian, Eliza Strange, who took charge when the Labyrinth was only a room. In the early days of Nonsuch University, the library was only small and, just as the Bodleian began its life in the room above a classroom, the Nonsuch Library began as a study hall below the canteen, lined on either side with a few books. As more and more books were written or bought, the first shelves began to overflow and more were built, the original room soon filling up until there was no study space. 
At the time, the book collection could not be borrowed, not even transported, Star Trek style, to your bedside or desk. It was chains, chains all the way. In fact, every patron was chained to their seat until the studying was done and the book was safely returned to the barred shelves. Eliza Strange, therefore, soon found herself having to lobby the powers that be for more space. Perhaps one of the neighbouring rooms, she suggested. Perhaps the canteen could be moved. It was a bit precarious and asking for trouble, if she was honest, to position it above the library anyway. But the powers that be were not swayed by her arguments. Eliza Strange, therefore, had to think on her feet. The answer was the start of a library tradition that soon became a labyrinth tradition. The purloining and converting of any space they could very well get their hands on. It started with a stationary cupboard that had its doors removed and was filled with books. However, it was 200 yards down the corridor and meant the study assistants had to get up and down fetching books within. Bits by bits, Eliza commandeered the corridor, lining it with further bookcases until it naturally became a part of the library, as well as every room along it. After the corridor had been annexed, she conquered the water closets and the elevators, along with the corridors adjoining them, finally ending with the taking of the long coveted canteen. All resistance was futile in her wake. During this period, the slow, creeping takeover caused one scholar to remark loudly, for he felt it could catch on that the library was starting to resemble a labyrinth or. But he was cut short with a sharp shh. And Eliza Strange finished her sentence, going down in history as she who both created and named the library. I'm still waiting for my fruit. Ah, yes. How I love Eliza the Great, slayer of scholars, shusha extraordinaire, a heroine amongst librarians. Lost property announcement. Closing time is fast upon us. Please do come to the front desk and pick up any lost property before then. And... Lara, what happened? You just cut out completely before... What's that? You saw something? Amazing? Unbelievable? Insane? Laggers? You saw layers? What? Layers like an onion? What? Ugh, I never thought it possible. But this labyrinth gets more and more exasperating every day. And so the chupacabra wails and we are drawing to closing time. So let us turn our thoughts for the remainder of the day from Mr. Gray, the former librarian. Shells shall rise, shells shall fall, ages turn and turn to dust. To this library, please take it all, roll it stacks from all this trust. And all the things that here are kept, don't forget the things we lost, 
lost property they left behind we dropped we wept they'll haunt us if our claims they remain once broken up their magic shall never win